Rusty Quill presents. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Not Quite Dead. Episode 29. What a catch. This is Alfie Delon recording on a... God, I don't even know what day of the week it is, let alone the date. Um, this is an interview with... Uh, sorry... What did you say his name was, Ned? I didn't. I don't know what his mm. name is. Oh, right, yeah. Um, okay, uh... We cannot hear you. Much to my regret, of course. Oh, right, yeah. Help! Help me! Please! Pretend him not. For fuck's sake. Look, okay, I really don't want to hurt you any more than we've already hurt you, so would you please just shut up? Please? Okay. I will rip off your balls and put them in your mouth if you do not keep it shut. Nej, no. It's taken months to get him. At least let me talk to him first. I'm sick of it. Yeah, I know it's annoying. But it's not like anyone can hear him, is it? What? Do I not count anymore? Of course you count. I just mean nobody's going to catch us if he screams anyway. It does make me significantly more likely to kill him. Did you know a vampire can have a migraine? They can? Oui. I will testify to it in a court of law. You're such a drama queen. You love it. No, enough of the performance, thanks. You said you'd help. Just do that. Dakar. Understood. Wait. What is that? What? In your pocket, there. One of your phones. The ones you had been using to record me in secret. God, will you let it go? It is already gone. So why are you bringing it up again? You brought it up. You know what? Fine. Whatever. Just let me speak to him, and then you can do whatever you like. As you wish. Manners to your gracious hosts, s'il vous plaît. You gonna scream? Uh-uh. Good. Because he will actually rip off your balls, you know. I can't stop him. He's like 10,000 years old. Give or take. Give or take. Thank you. Bien. Better. There we go. Nobody has to get hurt. Or, you know, more hurt. So, your name. For the record. Tim. Tim Sherman. He's lying. Yeah, probably. But that's fine, really, isn't it? It doesn't matter who he is. I know who you are. Oh? Not you. Him. Ten thousand years old, at least. 
blonde hair, pretty face. You're him, the ancient. You think I have a pretty face? Mama, I am flattered. There's not a vampire alive older than a decade who doesn't know your story. Oh, my story, my legend. Sang de neige, cure de verre. People have called me many things over the ages. That is not why you are here, my friend. That's exactly why I'm here. What do you mean? It means he's a fool. We've been watching you, counting your kills. That slip-up in Leeds, abducting two of my colleagues. You're sloppier than your legend would tell. Very disappointing for vampire royalty. I'm no king, no prince. I answer to none, and none answer to me. That's not entirely true, is it? You must really not be overly fond of your testicles, Timothy. <laughs> Nej, what's going on? He's trying to get into my head. Ignore him. Ask your questions. Um, okay. Tim Sherman, what do you know about vampires? Seriously? Yes. Well, can, can you be more specific, maybe? Uh, um, sure. Um, you know vampires are real, correct? I know there are creatures, such as yourself, whose traits broadly align with the fictional entities we know in pop culture as vampires. Yes. And you study vampires. That's your job. Yes. Again, you could be more specific. Have you never held a hostage before? Uh, yeah. So, what's your job title? Lab technician. At? What? Where are you a lab technician? Holden Laboratories. And what's that? It's a laboratory. Please, can I kill him? No. Look, would you just wait outside? You keep distracting me, and he's being deliberately obtuse just to wind you up. He wants you to kill him. Oh, very good. Nicely done. Shut up, or I will let him savage you. Nobody lets him do anything. He just does. He's a force of fucking nature. Nej, please, wait outside. Understood. He's indulging you. I don't care. I'm right. You're winding him up so he loses it and tears your head off. I don't mind which of you does it, frankly. The result is the same. It's the same whether I answer your questions or not, too. The way I see it. I'm dead however this goes. What incentive do I have to speak to you? Oh, rookie error. You need to know what your bargaining chips are ahead of time. Remember, torture is a terrible way to elicit information. Hmm, I don't know about that. It is? Look it up if you doubt me. I have looked it up, actually. Torture is a pretty terrible way to get a confession out of someone. It's a great way to get them to cooperate with you, however. That's actually why it's so bad in the confessions department, you know? If you make it clear what your bargaining chips are before you hurt someone, you tell them exactly what to say to make the pain go away. Hurt them enough, they'll tell you exactly what they want you to hear just to make it stop. That's why it's so awful for confessions. Fortunately for you, Tim, I'm not interested in confessions. I'm not interested in you admitting things, accepting responsibility, or placing yourself in a position to incriminate your colleagues. No. I just want to know what you know. Still contravenes the Geneva Convention, though. It doesn't. Not here. It's just criminal activity. And considering I'm legally dead, I don't fancy your charges of getting me convicted in a court of law. We're not subject to the Geneva Convention here, because we're not at war. Aren't we? 
A disparate community of vampires doesn't constitute a state, Mr Sherman. Ooh, I'm Mr Sherman now. Charming. Does this mean we're close to letting your friend back in to tear out my throat? Something tells me you're not the throat-ripping type. Despite my best efforts, you are incorrect. You seem young, reckless. Two years since you turned, maybe even just one. There's a spryness to you and a loyalty to him that you'd have lost if you were any older. I'm right, aren't I? You seem pretty interested in him. He is older than time. Literally older than the concept of time. Older than agriculture. Older than towns and cities. The things he's seen. How about this? I ask you one, you ask him one. (laughs) You're just going to kill me anyway. That's how you'll know he's telling the truth. Why lie when you'll be dead in an hour anyway? In an hour? Mm, Maybe more, maybe less. Depends on how interesting you make this conversation. Depends on how willing you two really are to speak. Nez? You amenable to that? Oui. Just read this puzzle. I don't speak French. Not the funky music do the talking then, eh? What? What do you want to know, little man? Wait, 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 wait. First, haemophorosis. Ah, I see. What do you see, Tim? You found the lab. You saw what we were doing. We left in a hurry. Didn't destroy the records properly like we were supposed to. That explosion must have happened way after we were all gone. I can't remember how long it was. It was all in pieces that night. But the call we got from Sarah and Jamie was clear. They saw your car. You must have got to the building before it blew. You know what haemophoresis is. Describe it to me. Whenever we bring in a type 2, we process them and assess them for the treatment. Type 2? Yes. The semi-animate corpses are more numerous. Ergo, you. You're type 2. Vampires? Oh, we don't like that language. <sighs> Why? Makes you sound like fairy tale creatures. Like your magic. We never named ourselves. Would you have picked vampire if you had? No. Okay, so what happens after you assess the type 2? Hang on. I want to ask my question for him first. You just did. I said no. But? Technically, you haven't answered my question yet. I have. You asked what I meant when I said, I see. And I told you. Haemophorosis, what is it? (sighs) A treatment for vampirism. There is already a cure. Not a cure. A treatment. A therapy. The method uses modified dialysis machines. To do what, Tim? Didn't you read the papers? Didn't you... What do the machines do? Purify the blood. They purify it. By doing what? I think you broke my fucking foot, you psychopath. How do the machines work, Tim? I want to ask my question. That was the... Please. Fine, fine. Paris, 1902. What? That's not it. Come on, Snowy. You know what I'm talking about. You want to know about Henri? Yes. Henri? 
I mentioned other vampires besides Casper and Bonham had been studying the mechanics. Henri was such a vampire. Only something happened to him in 1902, didn't it? I do not know the old figure. Amelie died by his teeth and aunt. But it's in the hundreds, I believe. Hundreds he turned and tried to turn. Many half-maids, at least several dozen fully-made vampires, kidnapped, bitten, turned in the dark. The, when his laboratory was uncovered after he died, it, there was a young vampire on the table, his organs exposed to the air, the top of his head, none. His mouth, toothless, hands crushed, no eyes, just two voids crusted with old blood. I remember the way his lungs moved. I was mesmerized. Almost punctured, you see, by a splinter drip. All this under his townhouse in Bari. He kept corpses in his basement so he could not smell the vampires and the half-mates he had penned into small hand-dug tunnels underneath. I'd been to that house many times. I saw it on rare friend. Go on, Snowy. Tell us what you did to him. You don't have to. He's goading you, he thinks. He thinks I will kill him to make him shut up, but I do not care about Henri. I will gladly admit that I let his starving prisoners tear him to shreds. I have no shame in this. He's missing something crucial about that, though, aren't you, Snowy? Because one thing we've learned, one thing Henri knew, and Dr Bonham, and your darling Snowball know from experience. Type 2 don't lose consciousness when you take them apart. <laughs> nope. They cling on to it, right up to the moment they go insane from the bloodlust. You know, I've managed to get one to read the alphabet backwards with just his brainstem intact. We had his head stump connected to a blood pump, but because he was disconnected from his lungs, we had to make do with lip reading. <coughs> but yeah, entirely functional until the very last sliver of his brain was sliced. Not care, please. Sorry. Sorry. No, it is okay. Is present in his brain? Oui. <sighs> Timote. Bonjour. <sighs> Fucking. He lives. No, I'm cursed. I think I've broken his cheekbone. Eh, he will not be using it for much longer. It might make it difficult for him to talk to us, though. <sighs> Give me a ring. Do not waste your blood on him. We need to understand this, don't we? Nash. Oui. Give me the ring. Let's me. Fuck no, he's weird about you. I'm not letting him taste your blood. He can get fucked. I'm sentimental. Not sentimental. Sensible. We shall see. Ah. If you bite my finger, I'm castrating you with this ring, okay? <clears throat> All right, enough, enough. when administered intravenously but the taste I can see why Bonham never let us you've been dosed with the blood intravenously <laughs> funny how you call it that what? the blood <laughs> like it's special like it's all one thing isn't that your doctor's theory too? we're all hosts to the same disease corpses that it puppets along in a way you can follow each adapting strain of an infectious organism, kind of like a virus, we think, but not quite. 
but it becomes more dilute the further it gets from the source. What's bullshit? Is it? There must have been a patient zero. Come on, Alfie. You know how epidemics work. Vampire epidemiology. What a novel concept. Basic biology, isn't it? The source, the origin myth. Maybe the story is bullshit. A curse, a demon, whatever. But there has to be a patient zero. There has to be a beginning. It has its own version of a genetic code. Stop looking at him. His blood. If we sequenced it, we could understand. You better not be including me in that we there. Don't you think it's what your Casper would have wanted? If we could identify the origin, maybe it's... It is not me. I am not the first. How could you possibly know? I remember I am not. How could you possibly remember? Your question has been answered. Monka? Uh, right. Bonham dosed you with the blood. Why? To cure us. Of? It was different for everyone. It's my turn to ask. What was he trying to cure you of? It is my turn. Fine, fine. Before you fed him to his prisoners, what did you do to Henri de la Bigne? I gutted him. Alfie? You... This is a distraction. He was goading us. You know this. Oh, yeah, but gutted. Like a fish. I used my hands. Nej. You do not understand the suffering. You do not understand. Imagine we had walked into that lab. Imagine seeing what you saw. Vampires with their organs exposed, punctured, replaced with the organs of animals rotting inside their squirming bodies. Tell me you would not have responded with savagery. Tell me. Nej. If you had walked in and seen there Dennis to Casper and Bonham was there, watching, staring at you, laughing, tell me you would not have torn out his insides. Not so straightforward, is it, Alfie? What do you mean? You're still sure you're on the right side of this fight? Oh, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> you think I think we're on the side of the angels or whatever? You reckon that I think we're the good guys? Jesus fucking Christ, you infant. <laughs> you have no fucking clue. What? <laughs> Baby sweetheart, he is a liar. He knew Cass was dead for months. Maybe not for sure, but no, he fucking knew. There is nothing you can tell me about him that will make me hate him more than that does. I know what he is. And I know what I am too. We're monsters. We're here to eat you alive for your fucking sins. We're not the goodies. We're the ones stopping you from killing them. So naive. Oh, goodness me. Right, okay, sure. Say I'm naive then. Give me your fucking pitch, Mr Sherman. Poach me. Do you want to cure every disease? Not just every known disease, but every single disease that has been, that will be, that could be. There is a secret in your blood which, if we can decode it, could do that. There'll be no more sickness. None. No cancer. No common cold. Nothing. We could regrow lost limbs, grow new organs. We could heal fractured DNA. The very concept of suffering would be over. And the answer is in your blood. Say for a moment that's true. Do you think that makes it okay to fucking... to do whatever it is you've been... 
to slice the conscious brains of living creatures. Arguably living. We're intelligent, we're cognizant. So your argument for your own consciousness is that you pass the Turing test? What about people with severe head injuries who are unconscious? Are they dead? No, but neither are we. Dr Bonham understands it's not true. But he also understands the potential. He thinks... He's an idiot. He believes he can conquer death. This is not possible. How can you say that? You are ancient. You're older than... Shut up. I know who I am. Do not presume to tell me. One day this planet will die. If I have not perished long before that, I will die with it. If by some cruel eventuality I survive that horror, I will go out with the universe. Death is the god that eats everything. You cannot conquer him. You can only hope to meet him as an equal. Maybe not immortality, but tens of thousands of years of... For what, eh? What do you suppose this would get for you? I am a fucking relic. The only reason I have been able to live is chance and my willingness to change. What happens if everyone lives forever? What do they do with their time? How will they spend it? I would hope it would lead to prosperity and peace, to green fields and equality. But even then, change. It is one of life's great wonders. Life is not meant to stand still. So why are you? Why are you so fucking special? What makes you better than the rest of us? Nothing. I am not better. I just go on. That is all. There is no greater meaning to it than that. Vampires aren't fucking special. Don't you fucking get any of this? Hardly anyone who is a vampire chose this. You can't, really. You can choose to try, but you can't choose this. The likely outcome of an attempt to change into a vampire is death. You know that. You fucking know it. I know you know, because I know you and your idiot lab buddies have been trying to make new vampires. And some of that makes sense to me, sure. You want a way to synthesise more of the blood, and you've not found a way to do it outside of a vampire yet. I know that from your records. Some of it, though, it just doesn't track. So tell me what the fuck you're doing with haemophericis. <laughs> tell me! We reverse engineered a protein. It binds to the infection. It decouples it. It's not like with chemotherapy where the cells are destroyed, but... But what? <laughs> they fucking die anyway. Die or or revert. Revert. Explain. Explain to a different state. We say revert because we thought it was the type one. Maybe just made in the river. We thought they were dead until the attack started. We managed to repossess some of the specimens, and when they were still semi-animate, they seemed like they were type ones, but we weren't sure. What do you mean they seemed like it? They... you've seen them. They are just insatiably hungry. They can't seem to process human blood the way that type 2s can, but... In a type 1, the infection takes the brain, but not the body. It's like it doesn't take in the meat, but the nervous system responds super well, right? But these... you look at tissue samples, it looks like... It looks like what, Tim? I don't know. Type 1s, you see this sponge-like degradation. Like, fuck, it's like the infection tried to properly take over the brain, but it failed. In a star of type 2, you can see the same holes forming. We call it synaptical decay. 
It's more important for the infection that it maintains control of the motor function, see? So it's like it, it pulls from the nearest resources, like pulling up the floorboards to throw it on the fire. Like with the teeth. It's prioritising the mechanisms it needs to heal the body. Right. But in the haemophoresis subjects, you don't see the decay. So why do they act like that? We don't fucking know. We've tried, we, we tried separating the brain entirely from the body and bathing it in the protein, reinstalling, and it, it still... It showed no signs of decay. But the body's dead. At first. Fuck, Ned. Fuck. Composure, little love. Composure. You, Timothy. I don't like the way you are watching him. Jesus Christ. How can I be looking at him wrong? Look at the ground. Fucking fine. Fine. Alfie, composure, Morales. Composure. The, the fucking access sites for haemophoresis. Detail them. You have it in your the... records only take us up to a few months before we found your lab and blew it up, fuckhead. You know that. You and your fucking idiot buddies ran off with everything in that research window. I wanted to know why, and now I do. So tell me. Access points. We extract from the jugular and infuse through two femoral, two median cubital, two cephenous. And what's the clinical hypothesis there? We can insert a higher gauge needle through the jugular. Sometimes this is internal. At first we'd been using a manual cardiac stimulation, but actually, if you just keep the blood moving with external pumps, you don't need the heart, provided you have dispersed infusion sites. So you extract the blood? Add a protein that binds to the infection and then run it through a centrifuge. The protein and the infection is then siphoned off and the blood replaced into the body. Yes, that's the gist of it. So your patients, which seemed to revert to type 1, what happened there? At first we'd run haemophoresis and we'd lose signs of electrical activity in the subject's grey matter pretty quickly. We increased the infusion speed, mixing the extracted bloods with donor human blood. That would keep them going a little while longer. We disposed of the corpses, thinking we'd neutralised them. Then, in our most successful test, one's heart started beating again. She wasn't feeding, she was just lying there. And her heart started beating. She started breathing, too. We intubated her, gave her oxygen. She had a blood oxygen level. Do you know how incredible that is? For three hours, her heart was beating. She was breathing. It was amazing. In just a week, she was gone too. No electrical activity. Signs of decay began to spread. So what changed in the last four months before we found you? Ah, wouldn't that be telling? Unfortunately, it's my turn to do the asking. (laughs) Fine. Did you know he came to us willingly, Snow? Did you know he said that he was sure you'd follow him? Hmm? Yes. Oh. I thought you were curious about me. It seems instead that you are a deeply ignorant and incurious creature. What did you do to Henri de Libigny's journals? Your turn for questions has ended. Mine has, yeah. But he wants to know too. Don't you, Alfie? I can see it in your eyes. I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him. Pretty sure I can throw things a lot further than you could, buddy. Bad luck. So you drain them, filter that blood, infuse it with a blend of human blood. It doesn't work. You changed something else, though, in those last few months. That's what you ran off with. The only bit of your research you wanted to keep. Burn the rest. Who cares? 
So what did you learn in those last few months? Your ex-boyfriend was extremely helpful in that development process, you know. Extremely helpful. Don't talk to me about Cass. We've been talking about Casper Novotny this whole conversation, haven't we? That's what you want to know. You want to know if he's suffered, don't you? Oh, you idiots. Nezha's right, you are incurious. How so? Well, here you are criticising me for not reading your paperwork, but you're barely sparing a thought as to why you're getting this particular line of questioning at all. We've not asked you how to stop the half-maids which have been showing up all over the city or tried to get you to go into more specific detail about your process. If I'd not read your notes, that's the kind of shit I'd be drilling you for, right? But I'm not. Because I don't care about that. And you've not once thought about why. Oh, you took a little souvenir. (laughs) How sentimental of you. Did you think that we would just leave him there, you fuck? Leave him on a slab in cold storage, hollowed out, filled with holes, empty. We might be monsters, Mr Sherman, but you are a fucking villain. I think we are done. No, Nash, I... Step out with me. Don't command me. Not to command, a request. Fine, fine. Don't go anywhere, Tim. Look at me, Alfie. What? Look at me. It is done, okay? I'm... Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm going, I'm going too far, aren't I? I can stop myself. I'm still in control. I'm still present. We, I trust you in this, but he is not going to tell us anything more. Not now. How do you know? He has been resistant to cooperation this entire time, and I think we have reached the limits of our bargaining power. We have not caught this man because we have gotten better at finding these lab technicians, Alfie. Look at how he watches you. You think he let us take him? We, I think this. Why would he let us take him? We killed the last ones. He'd know it's a death sentence. The same reason Gaspar's artistic subjects came to him weeks before they were due to die. He wants to die? No, he wants us to kill him. Us? Why? He hates us, he must. But it is a particular kind of hate. An hate of the other, a child bird of fear and envy. You still want to try for more, don't you? Yes. Okay, okay. Apologies for the delay. It is interesting. How you watch us. There's something in your eyes. A hunger. Nej is right. It's almost like you're jealous. As if I would be jealous of you. Walking corpses. Oh, shut up. You and Bonham too. Your whole operation, you're obsessed, a lot of you. It's sick. What's wrong with us the way we are now? What about our bodies is so wrong to you? You can't survive without consuming human blood. So what? It can be obtained ethically. If Bonham wants to fucking live his life, maybe he should have campaigned for equality. He is. Oh. Oh, fucking hell. Fucking hell. His panacea. He thinks... He thinks that he's dead, but there's a way to fix him. He wants to live forever with none of the fucking caveats. The secret is in your blood, Alfie. Fuck off. Fuck off. Maybe it is, but you can't just... Murder us to get it. Alfie, darling. Shut your face, Naj. You don't own me. I don't owe you anything. Alfie. Tell me, Tim. Are they fucking conscious when the hemophericus starts? We'll get to that when he tells me if... Tell me, fuckhead. 
Was he conscious when you were draining all of his blood out of him? My turn to ask the question. Was he conscious when you drained his blood? I'm afraid I don't know. Why? Why? Because we removed significant portions of his brain, and he was no longer able to communicate. So it's not clear what he'd have felt, if he felt at all. I've changed my mind. I'll put him in storage. Yeah. Right. What does that mean? We need the reserves, and I do not want to give him the satisfaction. Right. Okay. What storage? Oi! Casse-toi! What are you doing? You'll feel a sharp scratch. What is... Ow! Is that a cannula? Fucking... What are you going to... Hush. You're going to drug me? No. Ah, beautiful. You have excellent veins, Tim. Look at that flow. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. That'll take about 20 minutes to fill. I'll get a new bag then. You'll be done in a couple of hours. Storage. Fuck. Fuck. Mm, and to think you were so sure you'd get to feel it, weren't you? The sink of teeth into your flesh. A final little moment of ecstasy on your way out of the door. Well, sorry, Tim. Thanks for playing. Wait, where are you going? Wait! Don't fucking leave me here! You fucking animals! Fucking hell, get me out of here! I'm fucking begging you! Fucking hell! Help me! Are you okay? No. What can I do? What can you... Nothing, Nash. Of course. Just give me some space, alright? Thanks for helping. This doesn't mean... You know. Ree, I do not take it as forgiveness that you asked for my help. I'm just glad that you do. Thank you for this, too. Not at all, little love. Did it help to quiet your mind a little? He's not rotting, Nej. He's not become a half-maid. He's just lying there. We should burn him, like I told you. But what if... What if we can bring him back? I think if he could come back to us, he would have done so already, no? I can't. You are not ready yet. That is okay. You can hold on as long as you like. We have all the time in the world. Okay. If Barnum had found an answer to this problem, he would not still be hiding. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Are you still recording this? Shit, probably. Sorry. No, it is okay. It is a good sign, I think. What? Me recording this? Oui. It implies to me that you still have hope. is written, performed, and edited by Aerie Major under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution license. This episode also featured Will Cummings as Tim Sherman. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash hanging studios and get early access to new episodes. Live. Laugh. Bite. Bite.